Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and today we're going to be talking all about repurposing and respect. Now, you aren't allowed to play music on your podcast if you don't have the copyright to do so. And if you did, I would play Aretha Franklin, (laughs) R-E-S-P-E-C-T, but I can't. So you just have to imagine that. So that's what we're talking about today. But when I say we're talking about respect, what I actually mean is respecting the platform that you put your content on. So the platform that you may be repurposing your content onto. So I often get asked the question, can I literally just repurpose this piece of content exactly as it is from one place to another? And the answer always depends on what the content is and where you want to share it from to. So um, for example, if you have, let's say, an article on your website and you want to repurpose it as it is without making really many changes at all onto LinkedIn, well, that may be just fine if um, if it seems in the right context for the LinkedIn audience. But um, you may, for example, have put a something on Snapchat and you wouldn't take that Snapchat video and put that on LinkedIn. So it really, really does depend on the platform and the audience and respecting why people are on that platform, what they're there for, what they want to see, what kind of content they'll respond to and making sure that you fit in with that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at some of the major platforms that you can be putting your original and your repurposed content onto and just looking at the context of what people expect. And I'm going to do this looking at a particular topic and something that I really like and enjoy and have a keen interest in is wine. So I'm going to look at this from the point of view of if I was sharing on social media some content related to wine. So let's start with Facebook. So I see Facebook as kind of like the party online on social media. So I might share, I'm looking forward to drinking wine later with and name a few of my friends that I'm going to be drinking wine with. I may take photos of us at a wine tasting or drinking wine, then sharing real-time photos or after the event, may share videos of us drinking wine as well, or me drinking wine. <laughs> um, so Facebook is all about the social, about bringing people in, tagging them, sharing experiences, a bit like the party. And then we have Facebook Live. So with Facebook Live, that may be more about I could do a live tasting and I could share my experiences at tasting different wines. I could ask people to join me in a virtual wine and we could talk with each other while sharing wine. You could call it a tasting hour, something like that. So Facebook Live is, again, still kind of that party and that involving people and social aspect, but it has the interaction aspect as well. So that's Facebook. Then we've Twitter. 
I may put out a tweet saying I am drinking hashtag Coterone or hashtag Amarone or something like that. Um, so it's all about trying to reach people via maybe jumping onto trending hashtags to grow your audience and grow the discussion that you're going to have. It's about being short and, and concise. Um, I'd still share images as well on Twitter to stand out images, short videos and with Twitter as well, that's where I find it's really good to interact with um, local businesses as well. So maybe I want to find out a discount code for my local wine shop or whether they have certain stock in and I could tweet them. They could tweet back and I could have that interaction with a local business as well. So that's Twitter. Now with Instagram, it's all about the visuals. So here I might share a photo of my bottle of wine and let people see what I've been drinking. Maybe get some filters on it, make it look good. But Instagram, it's all about sharing in the kind of visual experience of it all. But then we have Instagram stories and that's slightly different again. So there I may share my day leading up to drinking my glass of wine. I may share myself buying the wine, making decisions. You could do a poll in the wine shop on which wine you should choose. Then I could share the stories about me drinking the wine and then maybe even falling over after I drank too much wine. So that's all about sharing in the experience in the story. So you have to try and make Instagram stories a story and um, try and take people on a little story with you to find a little bit more about you. Stories don't have to be highly visually engaging like Instagram posts because they are just in that different kind of format and for different reasons. There's a different context to Instagram stories. So next we have YouTube and of course we're going to post a video on YouTube. So for me, I could be posting a video where I talk about wine, where I talk about my favourite wines. I could do a tasting, I could do a blind tasting, but the, the video does not need to be overly polished or really kind of well produced. It can be quite raw videos and I'd say maybe about three to five minutes or so long a YouTube video and you want to stand out with your YouTube thumbnail to put in a custom thumbnail if you can which is the little image that people see when you show up in the search results so that's YouTube and then we have let's jump over to LinkedIn so here I might say I am really skillful at drinking wine and I might share my um, number of years of drinking wine. <laughs> Maybe I've got some wine qualifications. I've got WSET level three qualification in wine tasting. Um, so here it's more about my skills and my experiences. And I could share those experiences on LinkedIn too. I could share information about that via my posts and via articles and share all lots and lots of knowledge. Funny thing about LinkedIn is it is becoming a little bit more like Facebook these days as well. People People just sharing more general um, posts and not necessarily related to their skills and profession, but just more general chit chat, which is going down really well. So LinkedIn is becoming a lot more sociable than it used to be. So next up is Pinterest. So on Pinterest, maybe I would share something like an infographic. So a comparison between the new world versus the old world wines or comparison between Amarone and Barolo or something like that. So um, 
They're very, very visually appealing, slightly different to Instagram because not so heavily focused on the visual appeal of photograph, but more you see these infographics, you see these more engaging um, posts when it comes to trying to teach people something or convey a message or convey some kind of um, information to people via a scrapbooking, online scrapbooking type um, Pinterest board. So that would be Pinterest. Now, moving a little bit away from the social media platforms, I just wanted to touch on podcasting as well and blogs as well. So a podcast, you could have a podcast about wine. So I could interview different wine producers and have nice in-depth discussions about different types of wine, the wine that they produce. We could have um, a show where we just simply talk about different wines, maybe taste different wines together and share what we are experiencing and what we think about them. Um, different price points of wine. Um, so with podcasts, you tend to go a lot more deeper into the topic and um, share more depth of knowledge with regards to what your podcast is about. And then with blog posts, that's quite similar, I guess, to podcasts, except in the written form, but we can share a more depth of knowledge and information with our blog posts and always thinking about what's in it for my audience and what am I trying to communicate and what will they be taking away from reading this blog post. So they tend to be more informative, but of course, blogs can be brought to life with visuals and videos as well. So there's plenty you can do with your blog post to touch on all the different learning styles and senses. So the most important point that I'm trying to convey is that we must always speak the language of each platform and we must respect why people are on there. So when you repurpose from one place to another, just stop and bear this in mind. Think about why the people are on that new platform and what you might do differently with your content. We may be conveying the same message, but just do something different to respect that platform and why people are there. It could be as simple as changing headlines. If you have images, making sure that you tweak or change them a little bit. You'll certainly want to change at least the size of the images to make sure they're the right size for different platforms, but you may change more than just the size. It may be how they look as well and what you convey on them. It could be very different for the platform. And Think about staggering your content as well. So not posting everything at the same time on the different platforms, but staggering what you produce and what you put out there for each platform. Okay, so that concludes the podcast episode this week. And every time you post content onto new and different platforms, I want you to think of Aretha Franklin's R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> and I want you to think, am I respecting this platform and the reason why people come to it? Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Content 10X podcast. If you liked what you heard, then I'd really love it if you could hit the subscribe button. If you want to get in touch, you can do so, amy at content10x.com. And please do follow me on social media at Content 10X on most platforms. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.